When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is up, everybody? I hope you are having a fantastic day. My name is Aaron Bees, and welcome to the Beast Mode podcast. I feel like there should be cheering in the background. Yay! Uh, this has been a, a, a project that I've wanted to do for a long time, and as I was sitting here racking my brain on what to even talk about in this very first episode, I thought it would be really super smart for me to just introduce myself and and kind of give you a taste of what to expect here and also set the intentions for this. So my intentions for this podcast are to inspire all of you to take action on your goals and your dreams, regardless of limiting beliefs, regardless of what past stories have told you or people that you've interacted that said that you would never be successful or people that said, you know, you would never own your own business or whatever the case whatever the case is, I just want you to listen to this and feel inspired and know that if I can do it, so can you. So let's dive in. Who is this crazy person you're listening to? Uh, Again, my name is Erin Bees. I am a wife. I've been married to my husband, Jerry, for 14 years. We've been together for 17. We met in the military because I am a United States Air Force veteran. We have two kids. Mia is 12. Gavin is five. And it is been such a blessing we have done so many things like so crazy when I sit back and I think about all of the life that we've experienced together it's unreal I am an athlete I grew up playing basketball and I do captain a women's team every single Sunday we play right here in Las Vegas I am in the keto space I eat strict keto I am a fan of supplements. I'm a fan of optimizing my body. I'm down 60 pounds of fat because of my journey with keto. So I'm a a huge advocate for that. And I am a believer in all of the people. I've struggled with many of the same things that you guys are and still work through them to this day, limiting beliefs, self-doubt, all of those things. I don't have it all figured out, but I'm willing to be vulnerable and share my story. So what is, you know, what are we doing here? I, uh, I remember growing up, I, both of my parents worked full time and I thought growing up that would be the case for me. I thought I would have a full time job. I probably would have a degree, which I do have a degree. It just happens to be in medical laboratory technology. I used to work in a lab and I have been my own boss for almost 12 years. December 27th of 2019 this year will be my my 12th year anniversary. I can't believe it. I feel like there should be cheering again. Yay. And, uh, you know, you grow up and you think that you have this picture of what your life is going to be like when you become an adult. I honestly thought that I would go to college and play basketball. I honestly thought that I would go into the WNBA. I honestly thought that, you know, I would have moving forward after my knee injury when I was 16. That's probably a whole nother podcast I should do telling that story. I honestly thought that I would be working full time and my kids would 
you know, they would be in daycare and I would pick them up after work and we would be this big happy family and, and you know, that would be it. And what I realized was the universe has a funny way of showing you your path. And when I was working in the lab, one of my many lab jobs, because I never felt like that was where I was supposed to be. I thought I was doing the right thing. I thought I was being the adult and having that nine to five and bringing home income and having, you know, Mia at the time was just over a year and she was in daycare. And I thought this was what adults did. And it's funny because You know, both my parents had a full-time job. I don't remember ever growing up and feeling like we went without. I don't remember ever growing up and feeling like my parents weren't at any of my basketball games. I felt like they were always there. I don't felt I don't feel like they missed out on anything, which is fascinating to me because they both worked full-time as I was growing up. And there's three of us. My brother is 5 years older than me. My sister is 2 years younger. Um and, and so it, we were busy but i don't remember ever them ever missing anything like that and so as i i remember when i was getting ready to join the military let me back up for a minute when i was getting ready to join the military my parents always had this rule that if you wanted to live there after you graduated high school live in their house you had to either be going to college or you had to be paying rent and have a job totally cool and in fact fun fun little fact I had to have a job before I could even get my license before and I paid for all of that from the second I got my license. My grandfather gave me his his 1986 Chevy Cavalier and I remember being so grateful that I had this vehicle and I paid my own insurance and I did all of these things and it was just I was so proud to be able to stand on my own two feet in that sense, you know. And and i just i don't know i just remember i'm having all these flashbacks of memories it's pretty cool so i knew after after high school graduation that the time was coming that my mom and my dad were going to have this talk with me like hey what are we doing are you going to college you're going to get you know you're going to get a, i was working at the time i was delivering pizzas at dominos and <laughs> so me being kind of the rebellious spirit the the think outside the box kind of person that i am I went to the Air Force recruiter and I started asking questions. I'll never forget Sergeant Kid. I'm still looking for him. So if you know of a a Colin Kid, let me know. I would love to connect with him. I've uh, lost contact with him. Anyway, so I went to the I went to the Air Force recruiter and I got all of the information and I had all the paperwork filled out and then my mom said, "Hey, we need to talk." And I said, "Okay, what do we, you know, what do you want to talk about?" thinking I was slick, right? <laughs> and So she said, um, what are we doing here? You're going to have to start paying rent or something like that. You're not going to college, you know the rules. And I said, I get it completely. I'm actually going to join the Air Force. And I leave in September. This was I don't remember the time frame. I want to say maybe it, it was the summertime, probably after graduation. I don't need to tell you what year I graduated. I don't receive it. It's totally fine. And anyway, so I left that September and I haven't moved back home since. I've lived in southern New Mexico at Holloman Air Force Base. I actually was stationed here at Nellis Air Force Base in Las Vegas at first, then transferred back to uh or then yeah, then transferred to Nellis Air Force Air Force Base or excuse me, Holloman. Lord, let me get it together. And now we actually moved back to Vegas in 2015. So It's been a journey. It's been super super exciting. There's been tons of life lessons, but I'm sitting here at my desk looking out this beautiful window 
course my cats are chilling and I'm watching this this sunlight come in and I'm just I'm flooded with all of these things I'm flooded with all of these moments that led me to where I'm at today you know and it all started with this vision of oh well you're gonna work full-time your kids are gonna you know you're gonna have your kids in daycare you're gonna do the mom thing you're gonna you know do the all of these things and it's just really funny because as I had all of these jobs as I had all of these ideas and this picture of what my life would be like the universe literally slaps you in the face so I joined the military I met my husband we got married we moved back to Vegas in 2015 but let me kind of tell you a little bit about my journey in my career you know I got out of the military I worked at Home Depot I worked at the Sunglass Hut I worked at Dairy Queen I have literally done all of the things you guys and I got my degree when I got out of the military again in medical laboratory technology. I was a certified lab tech. So that means that I can draw your blood, I can test your blood, I had initials behind my name. Uh, you know, and I just wasn't, I wasn't fulfilled in what I was doing. I loved being a part of the team. I loved the, the workload and, and how everything kind of ran on a clock. You know, I, th- I feel like it was comforting after getting out of the military. But I always felt like I was never where I was supposed to be. Found out I was pregnant with Mia and, you know, had her. And I was like, wow, I'm responding to traumas and I'm doing all of these things. Is this really what I want to do with my life? And shout out to all of the medical personnel. This is, I am not trying to throw any kind of shade at anybody. I am so grateful that there are people that know that being in the medical field in some way shape or form is exactly what they're supposed to do with their life. For me, I was good at it, but I didn't feel like it was my purpose in life. And so I got a job on Holloman Air Force Base, super transparent moment. And I was invited to a party and I was working full time. I was taking part-time college classes for business, kind of ironic how the universe works. And I, my husband was like, hey, you should go to this. This would be super fun. So I went to this party. I had a blast. And I was like, wow, people can make money doing this. And so I ended up signing up with this to get this extra income. I, at the time, wanted to make a $400 extra a month just to pay for Mia's daycare, which I look back now and I'm like, wow, that's crazy. But it's where my journey started, you know. And so I got into the business. I was probably about six months in. And I had a coworker whose wife attended one of my parties way back in the day. We're talking like 2008, 2009, 2008, I think. Anyways, and so he was asking, I used to put out newsletters way back in the day with like tips and tricks and just, it was a super informational uh, newsletter. And so he asked if I could send it to him and I was like, absolutely. And so he gave me the military email and I remember in that moment, I was like, I looked at him and I said, are you sure you want me to send this to your military email address? And he was like, yeah, it's totally fine. And a few days after that, my boss was like, hey, uh, I need to talk to you this afternoon. Uh, HR is coming or somebody, I think she said HR is coming at like three, of course, at the end of the business day. And I ended up being fired. And I'll never forget this. I was so blown away. I was fired because of that email that he asked me to send to him on his military email address. I was fired because of that. And I remember being completely shocked. Like I just got fired from a federal job. Talk about the ultimate failure. 
So then I go and pick up Mia from daycare. I'm calling my husband on the way home like, I just got fired. Like, what? I just got fired. And I remember feeling this pit in my stomach. And I remember seeing Mia in her car seat in, in the back and just playing and, you know, being carefree and not having a worry in the world. And I remember we got home and I'm watching her play in the living room. And I remember thinking, I can't believe I just got fired. And I remember what I, just how gut-wrenching that was. I think I was making about 1800 a month at that time in this job where I was, I was there from seven to four um, every day. And I remember I had this moment where I was like, okay, this is, this, this is what we've got. This is the situation that, that we have. And I remember looking at Mia playing in the, in the living room and I remember thinking, well, now we're going to make this work. And I remember being pissed off. I remember being so mad. And I remember my ego. I mean, we're talking, we're talking tw- almost 12 years ago. Well, less than 12 years ago. I remember just being so mad. Like, I can't believe I just got fired. And then I looked at her and I was like, well, we're going to make this work. You know, and that was the moment that I decided to take my business full time. And I'm so grateful, you know, and the lesson in all of that is that I had signs before I was fired from that job that I was not doing what I was supposed to be doing. I had, and there were multiple signs the entire time I was in the the medical laboratory technician career field. I just was so driven on this vision that I had, this picture that my parents painted of working full-time, kids in daycare, this is how we roll, that I wasn't paying attention to the signs that the universe was giving me. So I'm so grateful because had I not been fired from that job, even though it was a hard pill for me to swallow at the time, I would have never stepped into the network marketing field and be here reporting, uh, uh, recording a podcast for all of you. That got me a little bit choked up because it's true. Everything that we do leads you to where you're supposed to be. Never in my life have I felt more fulfilled. Never in my life have I felt more grateful. Never in my life have I felt like I'm literally standing in my purpose. So no matter what you're going through right now, know that there's a purpose in it. There's a lesson in it. It just took me a little bit longer to receive that lesson. Hey, Aaron, you're not where you're supposed to be. You're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. So we're going to have to take some kind of inspired action to make you see that this is your purpose. This is where you're supposed to go. Even though it's the opposite of what you think your life should look like, even if it's uncomfortable, even if you have to start off at zero, even if you have to work twice as hard just to get the ball rolling, this is where you're supposed to be. So friends, Please hear me. Please fill my heart when I tell you there's no story without the struggle. So if you're in the struggle right now, know that you're writing the chapters of your story. And that story, if you choose to tell it, it's going to inspire other people. So I hope this brought you some value. I'm pouring my heart out to you guys. I love you guys so much. I believe in you so much. 
And I would love for you to subscribe to this podcast. I would love to get connected with you on social media. You can follow me at Instagram at the real beast mode. You can follow me on Facebook. I'm under Aaron B's B I E S like beast mode. Okay. And uh, please take a screenshot and, and drop this in your stories on Instagram, on Facebook. Feel free to tag me. I would love it. I think this would be such a cool movement to just have these conversations with you guys. So feel free to give me a rating and I will see you on the next episode. Love you guys.